0: We're so glad that you've joined us today on the Relevant Church podcast. There's so much God wants to do in and through you as you listen to this message. If you want to learn more about Relevant Church, visit us online at thisisrelevant.cc. I got to ask a question, have you ever had to start over? See, starting over has literally been the story of my life. See, I am a first-generation American. I remember moving to the United States with my parents. I was eight years old. We literally started over. Uh, we moved to the United States, and then while I was here, I, I moved schools, and so I started over in schools as well, too. I know in my career, I've had tra- uh, career transitions, can't get the word out. And I've had to start over in my career. Uh, even as a pastor, I remember I was on staff at a church and I loved it, I thought everything was going great. And then God transitioned me out and he called me to start over in planting relevant church. And I know some people who are really feeling the whole start over uh, process right now are all the graduating seniors. Everybody who's graduating high school is getting ready to start over at freshman year or start over in the military or start over in trade school. And it feels good to be a senior. You know, you're, you're, you're the upper echelon of everybody in the school. And then you've got to start as the lowest man on the totem pole. And sometimes it doesn't feel too comfortable for anyone who's graduating college. And maybe you're starting your career now. You've, you've been a student all of your life. And now you have to start over in a new season as an employee or a staff member member or as an entrepreneur or a business leader, I've been talking to a couple of friends lately that have been telling me about their start over journey. And it's not been easy. It's not been uh, the greatest thing. So what happens when you have to start over? See, our, our church is feeling it as well, too. Uh, through the pandemic, many churches have felt uh, this feeling of Over after they got through 2020 and reopening churches, it felt like starting over. What do you do when you have to start over? Uh, There's a story in scripture that uh, most everyone who's watching this is probably familiar with. It's a story of Jesus going to the cross and dying for your sins and my sins. And now, the individuals who have walked with him for years, for the last three years, his disciples, his, his students are left without their leader. He is in the grave. He's been crucified. He's been killed. And they don't know what's next. It's time to start over. And you can just imagine what they're going through because all all the whole time they were together they thought this was going to be uh th- this is what's going the future was going to look like. They were always going to be with Jesus, but now they're left alone to start over. And you know when you're starting over, the first thing that really comes to mind when starting over, it feels like you're starting from a disadvantage. Have you ever been At that moment where everything was going good just a week ago, and then when you start over, it feels like the rug has been pulled from underneath you and uh, you've got to relearn new systems and you've got to learn new uh, environments and you've got to learn new jobs and you've got to learn the new people who are around you. And for the disciples, this must have been extra difficult. They must have really felt like they're at a disadvantage because their leader, the guy who they've been with, has just been killed. They literally hunted him and ended up killing him. So they're like, man, they're probably hunting us, too. How do we start over when I feel like I am at a disadvantage? And for them... Uh, they had walked away from jobs. They would walked away from careers. They would walked away from family members to follow Jesus. They traveled with him for three years. How do I go back and start over and show my face to people maybe who I haven't seen for so long? People who thought I was a fool for walking away from them. I don't know about you, but starting over feels like you are starting from a disadvantage. Uh, another thing that starting over feels like, starting over feels like uh, maybe it's time to look at other options. It may cause you to look at other options. Can I tell you uh, through 2020 and, and the pandemic and uh, not being able to be in church and, and churches waning with attendance and all of that, a lot of pastors and a lot of leaders looked for other options. A lot of people closed their churches. I've got friends who closed down their churches. A lot of people started looking for new jobs and looking for new opportunities. A lot of relationships were broken and through starting over uh, with uh, all of the pressure that they just walked through, now individuals are starting to look for what life would look like without their spouse. Divorce started happening. They started to look for other options because the finances in the home weren't as strong. And then they realized that being uh, with each other all the time, uh, they had to really start over their relationship and getting to know this individual who they've not really spent that much time with because they were quarantined with each other every single day. And so they started to look for other ways to find love and they ended in divorce. You know, people tend to go back to what's natural. When we're starting over, sometimes it's easy to fall back into the same vices that we were involved in before we had to start over. Some people are looking to go back to the same broken relationships when they're starting over. And some people are just like, maybe I need to go back to the last thing I was doing before I was starting over. In the story of the disciples, Peter he is asked, he's uh, leaving the space where all the other disciples are. And they ask him and they say, hey, where are you going? He says, dude, I'm going fishing. What we know about Peter, one of the disciples, he was a fisherman. He actually owned a fishing company. He was probably a wealthy fisherman. And after walking with three years for Jesus, he didn't know what else to do. So he said, maybe the best decision that I need to make is to go back to where I was before. And go back to fishing. See, starting over may cause you to look at other options. Another thing that starting over may cause you to do, it may cause you to feel like you're the only one left in the fight. It may make you feel like you are left all by yourself. Here's the reality most people don't like change. Uh, when we go to job interviews, people say, oh, I love a fast paced environment. I like being challenged. I like new opportunities. But the reality is most people don't like change. A lot of people like comfort. People like things to be a little bit more predictable. And what people don't like even more is when you change, when I change. When begin to change for the better, when we're beginning to start over in our life, when my situation has changed or my attitude has changed and I'm starting over, there's a lot of times the people around us no longer want to be with us. I remember when I had a major starting over in my life is I'd grown up in a uh, denomination that I just felt that God was leading me out of. I had family members who were part of this denomination. I had friends, best friends who were part of this denomination. And when I really believed God was leading me out and I decided to uh, renounce my affiliation to this dom- denomination and start over as a Christian, as a believer, uh, there's a lot of people who walked away from me. There's a lot of people who walked away from me and my wife. The relationships with family were strained. The relationship with friends were broken. And my wife and I were left to feel like we were the only ones left in the fight. We felt like we were alone. Starting over May cause you to feel like you are left alone in the fight. And for the disciples, Jesus is now dead. Uh, They don't know if everybody else is hunting them. They're looking at other options of where to go, and they are remembering times when Jesus fed 20,000 plus people around them. Uh, Scripture says that Jesus fed 5,000 men, and uh, if you know anything about Middle Eastern or families, they're not that small, and so estimates say there were more than 20,000, 25,000 people there, and they were used to being a part of a crowd. They were used to having so much influence. They were used to having so many people around them at their beckon and call and uh, to be able to lean on and resource them. And now it's just 11 of them left to figure it out. They're wondering, are we the only ones left in the fight? But can I tell you what I've come to realize through my journey in life, through life experiences, Starting over, yes, although starting over may feel like you're starting from a disadvantage or may cause you to want to look at other options or will cause you to feel like you're the only one left in the fight, starting over also has a benefit. What is the benefits of starting over? Starting over gives you an advantage. Starting over gives you an advantage. Why is that? Because you know what you didn't know before. You know the saying that says hindsight is 20-20. You know... When you start over, you've got the experience of the past. You've got the decisions that you made in the past. You've got the interactions that you've had in the past. You've got a Rolodex. I don't even know if people still have Rolodexes anymore because we've got cell phones now, but you've got a history list of how things were before. You can truly say, I know now what I wish I knew before. In fact, when Jesus resurrects, And he shows up to his disciples, shows up to his followers. He tells them something that is super profound. He tells them, this is what I want you to do for me. I want you to go and make disciples of all nations, teaching them everything that I have commanded you. He's like, listen, when I first sent you out two by two, when I first sent you out to go interact with the community, when I was with you, you were going fresh. You were going brand new. You didn't really know how to interact with individuals. In fact, there's a story in scripture where the disciples go and they're supposed to cast a demon out of somebody and they fail to cast a demon out of this individual. And when they bring him to Jesus, Jesus casts a demon out and the guy is all well. And then they ask Jesus, Jesus, what happened? Why couldn't? we do that? And Jesus says, some of these things aren't going to happen without fasting and prayer. And now he's saying, go make disciples of all nations, teaching them everything that I've commanded you, meaning you have a long history of learning from me. And now as you walk into your next season, you have more than you knew when you first walked with me. Starting over gives you an advantage because you now know what you didn't know before. There's another advantage of starting over. It makes you determine whether you're living with hope or conviction. It will challenge you and uh, make you wonder and make you discern whether you're actually living with hope or with conviction. See, the disciples were hoping for deliverance. Politically, they were hoping for deliverance socially. Some of them were uh, hoping for deliverance. Culturally, see, they were hoping that Jesus would come and fit the narrative that they wanted him to fit. They wanted him to be a political leader, a cultural leader, a, a social leader, somebody who would free them from the oppressive uh, Roman government that had kept their nation under guard. And so when Jesus dies at the cross and goes into the grave, they are left disappointed because can I just be real with you guys? Hope can lead to disappointment. When we're hoping for a good grade and we don't get that good grade, we're left disappointed. When we're hoping for a job promotion and we don't get it, we are left disappointed. When we are hoping for uh, something to happen and it doesn't happen, we can be left disappointed. But can I tell you, conviction leads to commitment and commitment does not disappoint. Yes, you've been committed to certain things and it hasn't gone your way, but your conviction will let you know that down there in the root of your soul, what you are committed to is worth everything that you're putting into it. See, hope disappoints, but commitment, uh, uh, conviction will lead to commitment. I think about individuals uh, through history like Nelson Mandela. He was committed to ending apartheid. He was convicted that everybody was created equal and no one should be treated differently because of their race or their culture or their background. And his conviction led him into prison. But his commitment to his conviction led him out of prison and led him right into the presidency of South Africa. See, conviction will lead to commitment and commitment will lead to breakthrough. I think about Rosa Parks. Who was convicted with the idea of the fact that everyone should get the same access to opportunity. And so when she was asked to go to the back of the bus, she made a a, a commitment out of her conviction and she stayed at the front of the bus. And no matter how much ridicule came her way, no matter how much she was ostracized, you and I are now living in a society where we can sit where we want to sit, when we can fly where we want to fly, when we can connect with whoever we want to connect to, all because of the conviction and the commitment of one woman who decided to say, I am not going to get up. See, starting over will also let you know who's really with you. Starting over will show you who's really on your team. And there's a saying that says only the strong survive. There's also another saying, you're only as strong as your weakest link. And can I tell you, you want to be around strong people. When the rubber hits the road, when shift in your life happens, when you have to move from where you are to where you're going, and and now you're stepping into a season of starting over, the people who were with you that were weak, the people who were with you that were shaky, those people start to fall away. And the people who surround you in this new season, you can look at and say, well, the strong survive. The people who are with me are the people who I'm going to go with. See, the disciples had each other. Uh, The disciples uh, were left as a band of brothers thinking, what are we going to do next? All we have is each other. But what they also didn't know is that Jesus had been working behind the scenes the entire time. Jesus goes to the cross. He dies. He's resurrected on the third day. And scripture says for another 50 days, Jesus walked around or another 40 days. Jesus walked around and he interacted with hundreds of individuals. He was connecting to individuals. And what happens next as Jesus is getting ready to ascend back into heaven, to go back to where he came from. He gathers his disciples and he lets them know, I am sending the Holy Spirit. I'm sending a transforming agent that's going to impact your lives and allow you to uh, move from where you are into the next season. And what I need you to do is go to the upper room and go wait for the Holy Spirit to come. And the scripture tells us that there were 120 people in the upper room. See, this is what I want to tell somebody right now. You may feel like you're by yourself you may feel like because change is happening or you're starting over that you're starting from a disadvantage and you're starting alone but you don't know that there's your name is being brought up in rooms that you have no clue about that there are people who are looking for an individual like you that god is orchestrating some things all around you that are preparing a group of individuals who are going to surround you who are going to be around you that you will be able to step into your next seat And I remember when my wife and I walked away from that denomination, we lost friends, we lost family, we were all alone. It was just her, myself, and our two boys at the time. What we did not know, that God was preparing a place for us at, at, at another church, at another, uh, uh, with another community of believers that we were going to connect to and we were going to inherit much more than what we lost, much more fruit than what we had born before, much more joy than we had before. A place that was created specifically and shaped by God. In our season of change. In Matthew 28, verse 19 and 20, Jesus is getting ready to ascend back to heaven and he's talking to his disciples and he leaves them with this statement as I shared before. He says, go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always until the end of the age. The disciples got to know who was really with them. And ultimately, Jesus was with them. You see, when change happens in our lives, when we're at a place of starting over, the one constant in our life, friends may walk away, family may walk away, business partners may walk away, your team may walk away from you, maybe even your spouse and your children may walk away from you. Can I tell you that Jesus has promised that he is with you always, even until the end of the age. Jesus will never leave you nor forsake you. Jesus is your strong tower. Jesus is not only your hope, he is also your conviction. And if you are committed to a relationship with Jesus Christ, you never have to start over alone. You never have to start over at a disadvantage because he says, lo, behold, I am with you always. So when you are starting over, can I tell you something? Start where you are. See, the tendency is to look at where you were before. The tendency is to keep your eyes on uh, what's uh, ahead and hoping and wishing on what's ahead. But when you are starting over, if you are convicted that this is a new season and that God is with you, you will be committed to start where you are. Just like Jesus told his disciples, I am sending you out as witnesses Start in Jerusalem, then go to Judea, then go to Samaria until the end of the world, until you've reached the entire world. Here's the reality. Jerusalem was their backyard. Jesus was saying, as you're starting over, start right where you are. Stop looking for other options everywhere else. And stop uh, lamenting and saying, I'm all by myself. Listen, I've gathered people around you that you don't even know are going to surround you. Start where you are. And we see this promise in Jeremiah 29. It says, for I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope. You know, Jesus started over as well. Jesus, who lived with God, who is the Son of God, the eternal Son of God, decided to disrobe himself of his divinity and robe himself with humanity, being born in human flesh. He lived a life just like you and I lived. Jesus wasn't caught up with the divinity and the power and the influence that he had in heaven, but was willing to start where he was. And scripture tells us that Jesus walked with commitment and conviction of the mission that his heavenly father had given him so much so that in Hebrews 12, one through two, it says we need to look to Jesus the founder and the perfecter of our faith, who for the joy that was set before him endured the cross, despising the shame, and is seated now at the right hand of God. Ultimately, Jesus' commitment, Jesus' conviction led him to remain on mission, starting right where he was, and he received the prize. He is now seated at the right hand of God. And this is what scripture tells us in Revelation. He who overcomes, he who gets to the other, side. He who is willing to start right where he is, even if you have to start over and you endure this life and you make it to the end, you too get to sit next to Jesus in eternity. So start right where you are. And for some of us, we need to start a new relationship with Jesus Christ. We've never really made that full commitment to follow Jesus. Or maybe we've said it verbally, but in our hearts, we never really meant it. But today you get to start over. So I invite you. Start where you are. Don't worry about what you've done in the past. Don't worry about what life was like before Jesus. You can start right where you are. And Jesus... Has promised that he is with you all the way till the end of the age. And just like Jesus sat on the right hand of God, you too will hear, Well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful starting right where you were. And now you can enjoy the fruits of what it looks like to be faithful in conviction faithful and commitment and receive eternal life. Thank you again for joining us on the Relevant Church podcast. If this message has been impactful to you, let us know by sending an email to hello at thisisrelevant.cc. If God is impacting your life through this ministry, join us in reaching others by investing at giving.thisisrelevant.cc. Don't forget to subscribe to our podcast for more messages like this one.